When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is time to listen to John Boy and Jake Radio on November 28th, Wednesday, Women Wednesday. Vanessa Carlton, welcome you into the show. If you don't like this song, kindly get out of the show. Just exit the show. You're not allowed to listen to the show and not like White Houses by Vanessa Carlton. Is one of the few rules I'm a real stickler for. But how you guys doing? How are you doing, Jake? Morning. Good morning. Morning. Good tune. Good party tune. Real good party tune. First mistake. This was your. This was your go-to if you were, if you were getting the uh, the iPod at a party. Yes. If I was given the iPod at a college party, I played White Houses. Yeah. Again. And then people hated it. They're like, "What the fuck's this?" And then they started dancing. Yeah. Yeah, and in the safety of our home, yes. Yeah, not at another party. They had to conform. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not at, like, a bar. Not at, like, a bar where you had the iPod. Because Jenny screams out and it's no pose. Because when she dances, she goes and goes and beer through the nose on an inside joke. See? That'll get you going. Yeah, maybe. It's about a bunch of young girls, innocent, doe-eyed Jake. They go live in a house together, and then they start losing their virginities, partying and shit, beer through mm. the nose. They're coming to age. Right beer through the nose is how you lose your virginity? Well, no. no. They're drinking. Oh, those are two separate statements. Two separate statements. Okay. Yes. Yes. Two okay. separate statements. Good to know. Because maybe I'm a little bit over my head. I come undone at the things he said. See? He's so funny in his bright red shirt. Nah, don't wear bright red shirts if you're a man. That's a weird thing. Know. Yeah, don't wear bright red shirts. I got a red shirt I like to wear. We were all in love and we all got hurt. Been there. I, I was just going to suggest at your wedding that you come out to this song and then you have a red shirt under your, your, your tux. I would never wear a bright red shirt. Well, it would just be for the song. I'm gonna, we're going to get married and say, and now pronounce your husband and wife. I'm going to kiss the bride. I'm going to kiss kiss Katie. We're going to walk down the aisle, and it's going to go, start spreading the news. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad, right? Where's that song from? Oh, um, it's oh. from a movie that going f- Liza, Min- Liza Minnelli sang. Yeah. Then Frank, then Frank Sinatra covered it 
and Yankee Stadium chose the Frank Sinatra song for wins and the Liza Minnelli song for losses. And when the Liza, when Liza Minnelli's lawyers found out, yeah, it was an instant. You better stop that. Yeah, I don't want to be associated with losing. Yep. When it was my song originally. I get that. I get that too. Here's Vanessa Carlton talking about her first time, Jake, and I want to see how it compares to yours. My first time, hard to explain, rush of blood, oh, and a little bit of pain on a cloudy day. It's more common than you think. He is my first mistake. How's that compare to your first time? Do we know that that's her first time or her first mistake? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Did you not listen to the lyrics? Well, I mean, I don't know. Ru- Rush of blood? Sure. My first time, hard to explain. Okay. Rush yeah, that, bl- the first time. I did, I did miss the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you did miss that. That's that it sounds like I wrote it. Yeah. It sounds like a lot like your first time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Guy, girl, or animal. <laughs> All right. Vanessa Carlton, Woman Wednesday. How are you doing today? Did you have a good day yesterday? Uh, no, it was Tuesday. Um, yeah, pretty bad day. Pretty pretty bad day. Um, I'm trying to think. How how'd the day wind down? I, I, I cooked some steaks and asparagus for dinner. That was pretty nice, but it was like, it was too late. It was later than I like to eat dinner, and I was grilling outside, and it was cold. Um, but I don't know. I I I would I watched a couple of my favorite basketball teams played, which I think you're going to talk about shortly. What uh, how, how was the rest of your Tuesday? I can't remember what I did. Did work, edited some things, recorded an episode of Just Talking with Katie. That's available today. Sure. Um, I did other stuff. Like work wise, but I can't remember what it was. Okay. But I did stuff. I made some videos and all that. All right, let's just get into sports. The Knicks lost 115 to 108 to the Detroit Pistons. About time they lost. They're trying to tank after all. Tim Hardaway Sr. was in the house watching his son and could not care less when Junior came through. With a buzzer beater shot. The Yukon Huskies beat UMass Lowell Riverhawks by 22 points. Earlier this year, CCSU beat those same Riverhawks by 10 points. So with you with some turkey math quickly done, you find out that UConn's only 10 points better than Central. And St. John's, the other team that we're covering for Albert, they beat some team from Maryland that's not Maryland that I didn't know of them. Uh, they're 6-0, and but they have not played UMass Lowell yet, so we have no idea if they're legit or where they rank on the scale with UConn and, uh, and Central. That's about it. It was a really slow day. You happy with your Huskies? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's huge that they uh, they can just roll up on cupcakes. Now their style of play is really fun. They press the whole time. Yeah, turnovers, uh, a lot of hurly guards, ball. a lot of passing, a lot of pressure, trying to draw charges, trying to make baskets, trying to grab rebounds, trying to pass the ball in when the ball goes out of bounds. Basketball, dribbling, dribbling. Oh, there was some dribbling. Good uh, amount. No, they uh they look pretty good though. We'll uh we'll see, Jim. We got a big game coming up against 
your Arizona Wildcats. Rare. Wildcats versus Huskies. That's tough. Mascot-wise. I'm taking a... I'm taking a Husky. Yeah, I think you're going with the heart of a Husky. Like, the Wildcat should have the advantage, but in this made-for-TV movie we're doing, the Husky, you know, summons up the courage. Maybe the cat gets cocky and thinks the Husky's dead, and then the Husky comes back and bites it right on the juggy. Okay, here we go, Jake. This is going to make for some great radio. I'm going to pull up this YouTube clip that's a hungry cougar versus a Husky. Well, it's not a cougar. A wildcat isn't a cougar? A cougar isn't a wildcat? No. Are you sure? Well, I mean, it's... it's Yeah. Google that. Aren't wildcats just all the different wildcats? Yeah, but they don't get dibs on every wildcat. I think wildcat is like a, a thing. It's like, it's like a wild, wild horse almost. Yeah, wildcat is its own animal, dog. It's not a term for wildcats? No. Mm, Learn something new every day on John Boy and Jake Radio. Look at that. Africa, Southwest and Central Asia. Ooh, it looks like they're pretty small, though. Jim, it says the average male wildcat... Is eleven to eighteen pounds. Female six point six to eleven. So, so we're taking husky. Okay, so there's a three second video on YouTube called Husky versus Wildcat. Not as fun for me to do play by play, but I'll do quick sure. three second play by play. Husky versus Wildcat. Let's see who wins. Run. Okay, so <laughs> what did you just watch? Okay, so the the Wildcat is no match for Husky. Awesome. The, the husky looked at it as if it was an ant on the ground, and the wildcat was trying to like jump at the husky, and the husky just turned away. In this three-second video, that is conclusive scientific proof. Wildcat, no match for husky. Put all your money on Yukon. Yeah, I mean, give me one of these 60-pound Siberian huskies. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's good news. So Yukon beats Arizona in a couple days. Um. They they look pretty good. Our Knicks, uh, they lose road game finally and and the three game win streak. Um, you know people still gossiping about rotations and the young guys. Um, man and Jim, I I know I've been giving you whispers, but I mentioned how Damian Dotson had he had four straight games. The coach said, "I'm not playing you for 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 no reason. Just you don't." I'm not playing you. I'm playing the other guys on the team. He plays 23 minutes. He goes six of eight shooting. He scores 17 points. So it's like, what were we really doing these past four games? Like, are we hiding injuries? Are we just resting guys periodically and not really talking about it? Um, I don't know. The, uh, the, the, the bigger news, the, uh, like, People are starting to turn on your boy Frank pretty hard, and people are even starting to turn on Noxie a little bit. I've never seen people, the only crew I've seen that's not mean to Frank is the Talking Knicks crew on the internet streets. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that gets overlooked is he's 
he's still really young. Um, I mean, he he like just turned twenty. So like last year, I think he was the youngest guy in the NBA. This year, he's still younger than a lot of people that just got drafted. Um, I mean, he's still not getting a lot of playing time this year, but at the same time, he hasn't deserved too much of it. Uh, it it's gonna be really interesting, and I think a a, a big topic on talking Knicks uh, this coming week will be right now. If you had to take one player, would you take Frank, who was the first pick eight overall? Or would you take Alonzo Trier, who's the undrafted rookie that's had a, a pretty good first 14 games or whatever it is? And I, I think a lot of people would take Trier just because he's shown he can be really good on offense. Yeah, Frank's small calling, sample sizes are nice. Frank's calling card is defense, which, I mean, does project well if he could do anything on offense, but he hasn't showed us really anything. Who's got, so. who's got more heart? Um, honestly, probably Trier at this point. Is that because Frank's French? Are you making a French joke? No, I think it's it's an undrafted rookie joke. Yeah. Because he's, he's got to fight for everything. Gotta you fight know. for every inch. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It was It's okay to lose. I know, you got to uh, claw with your fingernails for every inch. Do you ever listen to that speech? Before? You've got some potential for a Pacino impression. That was, <laughs> that was, that was a start. I got a lot of heart. You got a lot of heart. That's what it's all about. Miles and miles of heart. Amen. Yeah, we're waiting for the Knicks to play UMass Lowell so we can measure them against the rest of the competition. Imagine if Knicks only beat UMass Lowell by 20. And it's like, okay, we got ourselves a nice seating system here. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, imagine if there was... Uh, no, it's impossible. I wish there was a team that could play every team so everyone could be like, oh, look at that. Benchmark team. You just call them the benchmarks. The benchmarks. But, well, I don't know. Interesting concept. Why don't we make it us? Me, you, three John Boy and Jake radio listeners, and a benchmark team. How much can you beat them, us by? Do you know how bad it would actually be? Yeah, like if we score one bucket, that team sucks. Yeah, they're bad. We'd have to be pulling some old school, old man tricks like fire alarm. I'd be probably trying to foul out. No, nah, I think you'd pull. You got. You'd have to do like some naked stuff, and then I'd lay up a layup. You think that would be our offensive game plan? <laughs> I, honestly, I think that would be our best. Offensive. It'd be up there. It'd be up there. <laughs> Aside from yelling bomb. Yeah, they hate that. No, oh, defenses can never guard around when you yell bomb in in a theater or a, a gymnasium. Almost guaranteed, defense is gonna take a second try to figure out what's going on, if it's real, if it's fake. By the time they figure out it's fake, you're two feet away from the layup. I mean, you you could be an offensive guru. Who's that to was, say? That was my dad's specialty when he coached fifth-grade basketball at Holy Family, New Jersey. It's a, it's a strong move. Bomb! Bomb! No, what the fuck? no. You're like, that's just the name of our play. That's the name of our play. Your dad I let, didn't yell I bomb. Let, I let the 10-year-olds <laughs> name the play. No, no, no. Up next, we got fart. No, that's <laughs> not true. The myth busted. All I remember on my dad coaching fifth grade basketball, because I was like uh, five years old, six years old, is just trap. Trap him! <laughs> trap him! I can see that. And then these poor kids would be stuck in the corner with three of my dad's players like 
hovering over him with their ar- arms above, right. and he's just like. <laughs> Basketball is not fun. <laughs> time out. Time out. They <laughs> ran the trap play again. <laughs> Better than bomb. Yeah, running trap in fifth grade is kind of ruthless. It was. Yeah. They win the title? Oh, yeah, sure. You're, you're going to have to follow up and, and let us know. Best part about the youth league that my dad coached in New Jersey, Holy Family, it was all the Catholic schools. Sure. The referees, one of them had a toupee and it fell off in the middle of the game. Classic. The other was known as Jolly Rancher because he'd run up and down the sidelines and just toss Jolly Ranchers to kids in the stands. Like stuff like that. Like that was that was our growing up. Like that was cool. Nowadays, I think parents would freak out at that. No, I think that would still fly. You wouldn't want like that ref to hang out with your kids. Why are alone. you tossing my kids Jolly Ranchers? <laughs> my kid can't have any hard sucking devices. <laughs> He's allergic to red candy. He gets yeah. too energetic. Oh, that's not allergic, though. That's just sugar. <laughs> just sugar. Dude, yeah, man. I'm, I'm telling you. That we talked cl- about that already. The red red, red allergy that parents yeah. have their kids have. Cool right. 15 years ago. Bad now. National news. College football playoff rankings come out, and Jimmy, your Ohio State Buckeyes look like they're the odd man out currently. We'll see what happens. Otherwise, it's going to be Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Oklahoma. Well, we'll see if Georgia beats Bama, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? College football playoffs is all you're going to hear on sports radio today, so if you like that, cool, go listen. If you don't, get out of there because batting second hole for us is – the Buffalo Sabres go from worst to first this year in the National Hockey League. Hey, go Sabres, we guess. MLB hot stove. These are Jimmy's words, not mine. It's in the worst state possible right now. Just rumors and half-truths and crazy interpretations for people to get some sort of info about their favorite baseball team. I thought you were going to break into Oklahoma there for a second. I thought about it, but I only know the first word. What's the first word? Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) You nailed that. Nailed it. Here we go. Uh They couldn't pick a better time to start in life. It ain't too early and it ain't too late. This isn't the song you're thinking of? I don't think so. Soon be living in a brand new state. Brand new state. Gonna treat you great. This is Oklahoma from the, the musical. Gonna give you barley, carrots, and potatoes. As for the cattle. Plenty of heart and trying to find the chorus for you. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain and the waving wheat. Can sure smell sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain. Okay. It's getting good. No. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oklahoma yeah. is the place. The Oklahoma's for me. really good. The state? The rest of that was bad. Yeah, well, um, it's, it's a play, so it's they got to get a lot of you know dialogue in. 
They right. couldn't beg a, pick a better time to start in life. It ain't too early and it ain't too late. What does that mean? It ain't too early and it ain't too late? Yeah. That means it's it's on time. Starting as a farmer with a brand new wife. A lot of songs today, huh? A lot of songs today. We do like, I like songs. I like songs. And I like to, You like to sing, I like to dance. We're, we're the old creepy couple, you see. Yeah, but you're good at dancing. I'm not good at singing. Uh, with that attitude, you're absolutely right, Jim. That's my point. Jim, Jim, I've got something you could root for. Give me, give me it. So Alabama, 12-0, yep. Clemson, 12-0, yep. Notre Dame, 12-0, yep. Yep. So now we've got Georgia technically ranked fourth, but they have to play Alabama. So they're probably going to get rolled. If they don't, it would be cool. Like I, I think they're both two really good teams. Get them in there. But probably going to get rolled. Roll Tide. Oklahoma. They've got one loss. It was against Texas, who they're playing in the Big 12 championship game. So we'll see. Should be a good game. And then your Ohio State Buckeyes are playing in the Big Ten championship. Northwestern, the the feared, God, eight and four Northwestern. They lost to Duke. They lost to Akron, Jim. Um, why they're in the Big Ten championship seems like a flaw. But here's what you can root for, bud. Maybe they were all sick the day they played Akron. You don't know. If Georgia loses, so Georgia paces Bama, probably going to lose, sure. Roll Tide. Oklahoma versus Texas. Oklahoma has the advantage, but kind of a coin flip rivalry game. They lost to Texas earlier, whatever. Ohio State. Now, if those two teams lose, Ohio State would be the winner they jump in. If Northwestern can somehow beat them, we finally have a doomsday situation where it's all two lost teams and your UCF Golden Knights. UCF Golden Knights, huh? Central Florida is in there? Yes. They get no no respect. So in the way that they currently have the standings ranked, if all those teams lose, I mean, it's Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Michigan with two losses, or UCF 11-0. and I think at that point, you have to throw shit into the wind and put UCF in there, but they won't. They won't. But at least we have a doomsday thing we can root for, Jim. Uh, yeah, rooting for chaos. Rooting for chaos and the ball. Oh, I'm always rooting for the ball. I hate when the ball's a bad game. A deflate gate was brutal for the ball. Yeah, that was <laughs> hard times for the ball. Or soft times for the ball. Hey mm, I was gonna throw Dark Knight in there. A little bit of chaos. Oh but I thought, YouTube clips two minutes long. I thought you were looking for a gong sound effect because I made a cheesy joke. Okay, and there it is. Perfect timing. <laughs> Just let me know uh, when you want the sound effects in. Jim, you want to talk about your Habs or your, your MLB hot stove, seeing as you wrote it down? And I was like, I think that's technically natty news. Yeah, well, the MLB hot stove, is just it's, it's annoying right now. Yeah. It's super annoying. I just need things to be more concrete. Like, Harper or Corbin visited Philadelphia, and everyone's like, oh, Yankees aren't going to do enough. Like, well, they're going to visit places. Um, the other Yankee news was that the Mariners asked for Sonny Gray with okay, and they wanted Sonny Gray and Sheffield. 
and the Yankees said no because they can get a, they can get a lot for Sonny Gray on their own. Right. And the Sonny Gray situation is is so interesting because people thought it was smoke and mirrors at first because he had a terrible season for the Yankees. But you can break down his stats to be good. He had a 3.2-something ERA on the road. 3.17. What was it? 3.17. 3.17. 3.6 ERA in the second half of the season. Yeah. So, so Spin rate. His stuff is good. So Cashman has been saying, you know, we're where you have contenders, and a lot of people thought it was smoke and mirrors, and he was just trying to up his value. But I, now it it seems now that the tide's turning, and it's actually going to return something interesting. Jake and I have a conversation on every episode of Talking Yanks what we think it's going to be. Um, oh, but, Jim, but I, like I've nothing, got a, nothing is nothing is nothing. I've got a good comparison. Yeah. So Sonny Gray, he pitched terrible for the in Yankee Stadium last year. He had a like 70 RA yeah. in Yankee Stadium. He pitched good on the road, good in the second half last year, like you said. His spin rate stuff's still there. So it's one of those things where every team is saying, like, yo, if we could get Sonny Gray for cheap right now, like he there's a chance he could still be pretty good for us. Which, if every team thinks they can get him for cheap, then every team keeps paying a little more to the fo- to the point that Sonny Gray has some value. And this is currently happening in the NBA with your boy, Markel Fultz. Mr. Everyone Free thinks throw. they can fix him? Yeah, because basically it's hit the point in Philly where it's like, yo, I think they got to get rid of this guy because he's going mental. I feel um, really bad for him. Oh, yeah. And, uh, dude, he's still so young. Like, there's still a chance he can figure stuff out. Oh, no. Y- you're, you're done with him? I <laughs> think That's where a lot of people are. You ever seen... The guy who had the yips, the catcher, uh, Mickey Sachs, I think his name was. Mackie Sachs, the Mets Wait, catcher. Steve Sachs? He was the second baseman, I think. No, no, no. No, he, Mets catcher, yips. It's, uh, I think it's Mickey or, or Mackie. Mackie Sasser. Mackie Sasser. Mackie Sasser. He couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher. Right. So this affected him way past his playing days. Like, it kind of ran him out of baseball. And then it affected him, and there's this documentary on it where these doctors caught up with him in his later years. He was, like, coaching baseball and Mm. still going through it every now and then, and they broke it down, like, psychologically and physically and, like, made him do the motion with his eyes closed and, like, what are you thinking now? What are you thinking now? What are you thinking now? And the the way that – if you believe this, you believe it. I I do, but I can understand why people would be skeptical. The way they say is when he was young, his dad – I'm going to botch it. His dad died or his dad got in a car accident. And it was like uh, at that same time he had an arm injury. And there was a connection his brain was making that was blocking him from not being able to not think about that. Even though he wasn't consciously thinking about it, but it was in his brain. I don't know. But they worked through it. And then he w- and then they worked through it and he was able to like it got fixed. So sometimes these yips, sometimes they're just small things. Sometimes they last your whole life. Yeah, and I mean, there's totally a chance for that. But like at the same time, like this guy can still dribble, run, pass, and and do that stuff at a at a pretty high level. Um, and and yeah, I mean, hey, if the shooting can somehow go downhill, then it is what it is. Um, but like literally, every team in the NBA is talking right now, like. They're saying who's our worst player we can trade 
and get Marco Fultz, and we'll just fix him, and he'll be good again. Sounds like a solid plan. Yeah, but you, you think if Marco everyone Fultz has is, that plan... You think they're you, sharing text messages? Who's sharing text messages? Who are you talking about? Fultz and Sonny Gray. No, I do not think they're sending text messages to each other. Be cool Can if they ask. were. Hey, a lot of guys are interested in us because they all they all think they can fix us. Your thoughts, Markel? Who is this? Who? Wait, who is? How'd you get this number? Well, Fultz is twenty from Maryland, and Sonny Gray is twenty-eight from Tennessee. So maybe. So maybe you're going mid-Atlantic, kind of. But do you consider? I don't know. Tennessee's kind of not mid-Atlantic. I don't know. That's the sports, Jim. You want to you want to get an inside look? Into the brain of Markel Fultz and and the Can't. brain of Sonny Gray when they're Let's hear this sound when they're effect. when Sonny Let's. Gray's on the Yankee Stadium mound and Markel Fultz is at the free throw line. There we go. Here's an inside look into their brain. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good <laughs> scream. Uh, that was the scream that that was the scream that came with the soundboard, and it sounds like our friend Nick Proach. Yeah. Um, shout out. Laugh, shout out. All right, halftime. Oh shit! We actually got to like twenty something minutes with, with that. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of sports. No, no sports. Like well, you said, UMass, UMass Lowell. Yeah, UMass Lowell as the benchmark team. That's nice. Yeah, not a lot of sports. Good, a lot of singing. More singing in the first half than sports. There was a lot of song. A lot of Oklahoma. A lot of uh, what? What? Not Vanessa Carlton, right? It's the other one. No, it's Vanessa Carlton, not Michelle. It Williams. is Vanessa Carlton. Oklahoma is the place for me. Farm living is the life for me. Now sing it like Vanessa Carlton. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is the place for me. Farm living is a life for me. I don't know. Losing our virginity on the farm is neat. Laughing at jokes, spitting beer out our nose. Using carrots and potatoes. Collecting the eggs from our chickens. That wasn't her. That was just you trying to sing a farming song. I was more focused on the words than the delivery. (laughs) You got some good words in there, though. I didn't know if chickens was the correct animal. Yeah, that's tough. I get lost in the whole chicken hen rooster thing. Remember when I had chickens in my house in California? My roommate set up an incubator and had eggs, and they were just hatching chickens. Oh, vaguely, I, yeah. I worked from home, so I like became in charge of the hatching eggs and chickens. Right. So what is this? You can't you, pin this on a roommate. You were their god. It's got fucking hatching. Like They grew, too. They were pretty big. At one point, I picked one up, and I put it on my desk while I worked, and mm. I just shit everywhere. And I was like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Why would I do that? I don't even like Did you them. like them a little bit? Like they were cute and stuff? Like the first week of their lives. Right. They were cute. When they were the size of a tennis ball. They okay. Were cute. Once they had like stature and became the size of a wine glass, I was right. like, oh, you're an animal now. Yeah. You're a farm you're animal. A known, in my you're house. a known animal hater. I'm not an animal hater. <laughs> I'm just not an animal lover. Don't make a straw man argument on me now. Hey, lover. Hey, hey lover. lover. All right, so not a lot of news in the first, not a lot of sports in the first half. Dude, you, <laughs> when I started singing Hey Lover, 
that an ad started running on one of the web pages I, I was on, and it was just a nice little acoustic guitar. It sounded really good. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I thought that was you at first. I was like, wow, Jimmy and that soundboard are getting real good. <laughs> no, it's just the internet spying on you. Just blind luck and spies. The real news. What are you and your friends going to talk about today? You can call up your mom and say, hey, mom, did you hear that faculty is training students and staff to use hockey pucks to thwart shooters? It's tough. They're like, you know, it would work in theory. So they're, they're, they bought like 2,000 hockey pucks and they're divvying them out, giving like one student a hockey puck. Carry this with you. The thought process is you just want to distract them. You just need something that's easy enough to throw, heavy enough to actually, like, if it hits them or gets in their way, they try to dodge and dip. So in theory, that all makes sense. Bottom line, if there's a school shooting going on and, and my options are hide or try to throw a hockey puck at the school shooter, I'm going to hide. So I don't see how this fixes the problem. But it is kind of funny, like, if it did work and the school shooter shot no one, and then he was arrested, and they took him to a therapist and a psychiatric patient, and his mental health got checked out, and he became a better human. So everything that could potentially be bad, if all that didn't happen, it would be funny. If, like, how'd you stop that school shooter? Oh, the entire class threw their hockey puck at him, and he just bailed. Again, conspiracy theory, this is for hockey puck sales. Oh, dude, I, that's what I thought, too. Hockey puck, yeah. I think, Jim, a couple things here. A, really cool having a hockey puck at your desk. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But kids are also assholes. Like, I think we're going to get some we're gonna get some pucks flying around the room early. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think, not to get too heavy, I think kids are generally, like, very concerned about this. It's like, yeah. they all have active drills. I think kids are being the kids are also forced. assholes too. They are, but I think kids are being forced to take this seriously, like more serious than I ever took a hurricane or or earthquake drill. Right, that's true. What um do you think they're practicing their throws from their desk? Because otherwise, what are we really doing here? Because there's going to be a situation where you're like, um, dude, Mark, let me throw your puck because you got a shitty arm. Yeah, you sit at the all girls table. You're in the choir. Why does he sit at the all-girls table? Because he's got no friends that are men. He doesn't play sports. He hangs out okay. with the choir girls. Okay, girls can't play sports? Oh, no, not sports, so you throw stuff. Okay. Besides softball. <laughs> <laughs> just just backing you into 1990s corner. I don't know. I But no, seriously, if we're going to give him pucks and then... I I was going to say game day, but that would have been really rude. But if a time comes and nobody can throw a puck from their location, then why do we really have the pucks? School shooters are going to start showing up with fucking goal equipment on. That's kind of a good joke, but this whole thing has kind of gotten distasteful, so let's keep it moving. That's exactly how I felt delivering it. I was like, fuck, this is a good joke, but it's no one's going to want to laugh at it. Because you can't yeah, make jokes. Would, you can't make jokes about it. 
like I think Conan could say that, and then there'd be a laugh and a big groan, and then maybe he could save that, but not even, I don't think. But you admit that in in at its base, it was a good joke. At its base, it's a fundamentally strong joke. It's full circle. Okay, cool. I'm I thought you were to... going to the soundboard. Yeah, I'm trying to find my fucking slide. <laughs> Next topic. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Vegans clash with diners after storming steakhouse to play recording of cows being slaughtered. I'd rather get hockey pucks thrown at me while eating a steak than have fucking vegans storm in telling me how bad I am and shit like that. They got booed out of the restaurant. Yo, man, it's really just don't bother people. Just don't bother people. You yeah. know what my golden rule is every day? Two things. Don't ruin anyone else's day. Don't let anyone else ruin my day. That's how I live my life. And why vegans are the exact opposite. They let everyone ruin their day. And then they ruin everyone's day. Their whole life is about just day ruining. Activist vegans or activists, anyone really. Like if I have a bad day, I want that to be because of me. Like I did something and I'll have to live with that. I'm not going to let someone else ruin my day. And know what it is? You have no power over me. Like, sure, bring some facts and and talk about the bad places that they're doing bad things to animals and do do whatever you want and talk about how air being admitted into the system and, you know, feeding starving people if we stop eating less, all of it. But like by doing this, you make the meat eaters so much stronger. Yeah. You have you have united the meat eaters in hating you. Yeah, dude, it's just it's just dumb all around. But they're like, we got our headlines. If one more person turns vegan because we ruined twenty five people's dinner and an establishment's night that makes money. Then we did our job. Oh, well, you're, we'll talk about turkey math. You should go play UMass Lowell. You'd probably get beat. They would get killed by UMass Lowell. Yeah, they're sitting with all girls at the lunch the ve- table. The vegans were were chanted out by the rest of the r- restaurant saying, you're not singing anymore. You're not singing? Yeah. So I think the vegans came in singing something with, the meat slaughter songs. All right, do you want to guess what the song was? Meat is murder. Do 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 do. Meat is murder. You fill in the middle what line? <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was a duet. Yeah, obviously, this whole show is a duet. This whole show is technically a duet. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mad at the vegans. <laughs> Next, a wedding photographer got arrested because uh, she got caught having sex with a guest and urinated on a tree while on the job. And as a guy who was a wedding videographer for years, this caught my mind. She's, like, not unattractive. If you want to follow her on uh, Instagram, she's got 22,000 followers. It's crazy. Max McIntyre, which isn't her real name. Wow. Yeah, her real name is Katie Mehta. But she goes by Max McIntyre for all her stuff. Is that a better name? Um, Max McIntyre. Well, it's got the Max in it. It's got the McIntyre. 
Could be a J.K. Rowling thing where she didn't want to get hired, not hired because she's a female, or only hired because she's a female. So she went with Max McIntyre. If I hear the name Max McIntyre, I think of a man, not a woman, maybe because I'm sexist. But yeah, Katie Mehta is a better name. Hmm. You met Katie Mehta, 26 years old. The photographer reportedly smelled strongly of alcohol and was found with a bottle of Alprazolam, a prescription commonly known as Xanax. Just say Xanax, dumbass. Used to treat anxiety or panic disorders in her jacket, which the officer believed she was mixing. After she was arrested, Meta became belligerent and started yelling threats to the officers in the car, including, y'all's daughters are dead. (laughs) Whoa. Y'all families will be dead by Christmas. Fuck, that's brutal. What if this was like a a wedding for... I was going to make another tough joke. I'm going to stop it. I'm going to cancel that tough joke. Canceled. It was something about like, what if this was a -a make-a-wish wedding? So, Jimmy, couple couple things that we we touched upon. So, she's she's like hot. Yeah, so I said she's got 22,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah, she finished second in like a Maxim contest. She tried to be like Miss Texas or something like that. Um, so this is really interesting. So she's drunk and zannied up. And I don't know, man. I think there's... I, I've been at weddings with, with flirty photographers, mostly the ones you're the photographer at. But I I don't know. I guess what I'm more thrown off about, Jim... Yeah? Because I feel like every year you could have a, a decent amount of wedding photographers having sex with, with someone at the wedding, male or female. The peeing on the tree thing really bugs me out. Where was she supposed to pee? Not on that tree. What if it was an outdoor wedding? Um, I guess there'd be a little bit of leeway, but still. <laughs> Lord your ass off right there. I just got you. So on bad. the tree is tough. Yeah, like, why don't you just pop a squat if you're a girl? Why would you go to a tree? Behind the tree. That's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing. I think she went behind a tree, was popping a squat, hiding. I don't just, think so. I'm picturing this is indoors. There's a dance floor. There's some like trees and shrubbery around. And she went up and she did the like stay golden pony boy and just like let it rip on a tree. No, no, no. The officer advised her to leave. She went over to a tree and began to urinate. So it was outside. Not necessarily. I got to believe it was outside. You, you, you got to believe it, but. You're kicked out of here. Well, let me pee first. Oh, and by the way, y'all's daughters are dead. No, ma'am. This is my daughter right here. Sue. Yikes. You alive? Anyway, I, I'm an expert at this field, so but I never, I never urinated on a tree at a wedding. I don't think, at least. It's much easier for me to get away with that. I never had sex with anyone at a wedding. While I was, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's peeing on this tree inside. That's fucked up. Sorry. Sorry. Does it it make you miss the game? No, no. I I, I didn't mind being at the wedding, actually. Like, I I dreaded having to go. But once I was at the wedding, I didn't mind it. Because I'm a sap. Right. Dude, I'm I'm the weirdest mix of cynical and sap. Mm. Like, nothing. I'm nothing is anything it's all bullshit to me and then i'll just start crying 
Sure. There you go. A woman was jailed for three months because police thought her cotton candy was meth. Say that again? You said that quick. A woman was jailed for three months because the police thought her cotton candy was meth. Three months? How does stuff like this happen? I don't know. She must have sounded like a batshit loon in prison. It was cotton candy. Telling all the other inmates, my meth. They think it was meth. It was really cotton candy. Fucking so stupid. I hate this place. Okay, lady. Okay, you meth head. You sound like a meth head. Yeah. Cotton candy. Sure, babe. That sucks. What What if this was you, Jim? I'd be pissed, man. That's why I don't go. That's why I don't leave my house. I'd just sit here and talk on the mic. Yeah. Scared of the world. Oh, shit. She missed the birth of her twin grandchildren, which refused medical care for a broken hand and ovarian. Whoop. Not a funny story, a sad story. Okay, next. Man charged after being found with headless goose at school. <laughs> now this, is, this is more our speed. This is a John Boy and Jake radio story. Okay, please. Man charged after being found with headless goose at school in Cape Cod. Let's read a little bit. I'm going to speed read it. We'll get some vital information out of this. Sure. A man who said he was hunting for Thanksgiving dinner is facing charges after police found him Thursday morning with a headless Canadian goose on the property of the Lawrence School, according to Falmouth Police and State Environmental Police. Falmouth. Falmouth. Police answered a call at 11-11, make a wish, about three people outside the school and arrived to find a man and two women who said they were hunting a ca- Canadian goose to prepare for Thanksgiving dinner. That's not how that works. According to Falmouth Police... A police report stated the man was armed with a hunting bow and a quiver of arrows and was holding a goose he had killed. They were all three very cooperative and complainant. The man stated he was properly licensed for the current seasonal hunting window for Canada goose. So uh, police charge a man with hunting without a federal duck stamp and proper hunter education. Of course, procuring a... I don't know. This is what this dude does for fun. He hunts Canadian geese with bow and arrows. Yeah. Don't bring Jim, it on a school, I guess. Jim, this this goes back to our whole ham and turkey debate for Thanksgiving. When we let people astray from only being turkey as the bird at Thanksgiving, then people start to go to ham. This guy wants to put his Canadian goose on the table. I like duck. Okay. So... But I'm saying we're, we're giving the people too much free reign, and this is how you get headless geese running around. Headless what? geese running around. What was that about? Uh, I wanted to pull up my duck question from Instagram last night and ask to see what you think of that since we're talking about ducks. Right. Would you rather eat a live duck or be a dead duck? Eat a live duck. That's 30 people said they'd rather eat a live duck. Nine people said they'd rather be a dead duck. The vegans. Should we call those people out? Looking at you, Sam, Jeremy, Hugh, Gina, Connor, Chapin, Christian, Ritzy, and Yanksco Yard. Why'd you want to be a dead duck? Why would you want to be a dead duck? Why would you want to be a dead duck? Because you know what? Maybe if you believe in, it all depends on if you believe in the afterlife. Because maybe I'm a dead duck. Whoa. In its second life, now as a human. Uh, there's a chance. Could also just be dead. Could also just be a dead duck on side of the road. 
Hollow nothingness. Maybe there's people that just like to give and give and give, and they're like, I'll be a dead duck. I'll feed my family. They'll eat me. Is goose good to eat? Did you Google that? Yeah. Anything good come up? Not really. Uh, the fatter it is, the uh, the more ideal it is for roasting. Uh, yeah, it brings me back to middle school. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. No. Oh, what about my other Instagram Mixed animals. Katie and I were talking about that on Just Talking. Yo, I would love to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. That was mind-bottling. I can't... Well, yeah, okay. I'll double up. If you listen to Just Talking, I I don't know how we fell into this, but Katie and I were talking on that podcast, and I just said, like, I need a list of all the animals that can mate and the animals that can't mate, and I don't know why I don't have this list already. And I was just throwing things her way, like, can a jaguar and a leopard? Can a jaguar and a panther? They can. There's jaguar-panther mix. So the Google image that comes up, because I just posted it, I was like, what am I doing today? Um, the, there was a, a horse, I guess. That's a mixed animal. I didn't know that. Uh, a zebroid. Zebroid was cool. Liger, which you know from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. A right. walpin, a whale and a dolphin. That was cool. A polar bear. I don't know. That just seems like that's, that's a mixed Whatever. Well, no, it's a polar bear with like a, another kind of bear. It That's a like pizzly. A, a polar pizzly. bear and a grizzly bear is a pizzly bear. Right. And then there's the beefalo. Right. Where you made a joke at my expense. I thought that was praise. You thought call, saying beefalo was my high school nickname was praise. Yeah, like you're so beefy. You're a hunk. So let's call this guy a beefalo. Yeah, look at that beef eater. No, that's not what they said. Beefalo. Yes, but... All right, you're right. It was at your expense. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't lawyer my way out of that one. (laughs) No, it's tough. But you used to get called beefalo. I mean, yeah, I would respect if someone did call me beefalo. Like, it kind of adds up, but... What nickname would you rather, beefalo or flying salami? Flying Salami. Flying Salami is such a good nickname. Why hasn't that stuck? No nicknames ever really stuck for me. It's just Jake, because I had a dog's name. Sometimes I call you Jakey. Yeah, I've gotten some Jakey through the years. Jakey jokes. Never like an actual flirty Jakey. No, that's not how girls flirt. Like Girls probably try to call you Jacob to flirt. Since yeah. The there's... Of, since the beginning of time, girls think... Calling boys by their full name is flirting. Right. Even in Cheers, Norm, the character in Cheers, he walks in and the gag is every time he walks into the restaurant, everyone goes, Norm! And then Diane, the girl the girl on the show, goes, Norman? And it's just, that's since forever. Like, if a girl wants to try and be funny with me, she'll call me James. James, how are you? Right. So that's, the girls wouldn't call you Jakey. That's too informal for them. You call mess you. with girls' names, too, though. I mess with girls' names? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I just do my regular shit. Like, give them a nickname. Sure. Christineth. Christineth. Well, we were going through a big ith phase. That's like adding to <laughs> a full name. That's an addition, too. Gravelini. Gravelini. I thought that was her last name, isn't it? That's Graveline. Is it? I still don't know till this day. I know. Her name's pronounced Graveline, but we called her Gravelini. But now it's she got married, I think. Oh, yeah. Mackie. Yeah. 
Shout out. Came over and played us in wiffle ball and kicked our ass. Did he? No, I think we gave him a game. Okay. It was that stick ball we were playing in the middle of the houses. What do we call that? Jiggly ball? Yes, jiggly ball. That is what we called it. Nice. Good memory, Jake. I think we stole that from Scrubs. I think that's the only reason I remember that. Oh, it was called driveway ball for a little. Right. Got anything else you want to talk about? What are we? What are? What else we got going on today? You have no podcast out today. Uh, nothing releasing today. Recording a few things today. Yeah, but you um, have nothing releasing today. Nothing releasing. Nothing coming out of my body. This is the uh, last time you can listen to Jake's voice on a fresh episode today on John Boy and Jake Radio. For me, you can go just talking. Unless they didn't listen to Talking Huskies yesterday or Talking Knicks. Yeah. Especially with all that juicy UConn and Knicks talk we had this this episode. Wonder well, we can share with the John Boy and Jake listeners because I think I think it was fun, a fun little thing that we did yesterday. Sure. Jake and I are trying to figure out how to spread laughs from the past into like the history community because it's a history mm. podcast we do and comedy podcast and we don't market it at all. I post one tweet on Twitter. That's all. Oh, we have an Instagram page that's growing. The Instagram page got a ton of, I don't know if they're fake followers, but they're not engaged followers because someone traded me an Instagram account for my Snapchat account. Weird so, world. Weird world. No, which is what we're talking about, I mean, if you we're leading into. If you have a Snapchat and someone says, I'll trade you your Snapchat name for this Instagram you just have to do it because, like, oh, what's this about? This is a thing just that exists. Just to find out, yeah. Yeah. And then you find out that the dude who took over your Snapchat started sending dick pics and asking for booty pics to everyone in your contacts, and they thought it was you doing it. And it's like, yeah, oh, it's the price you pay. <laughs> this is the price you pay. <laughs> price you pay for trading your Snapchat. Anyway, uh, so Jake found all these old Civil War forums on the internet, civilwartalk.com, and they're crazy. They look like they're from 1999. They haven't been updated, but they get like at 15,000 views on the most recent topic. So I'm trying to infiltrate that and then sneakily be like, "Ooh, you should check out this podcast. It's history. And then doing a whole thing on the Civil War. It's kind of funny. You know, I'm so scared because these people are crazy. Jake, do you remember the question that you they're going to sniff you out, man? Dude, they're going to sniff us out so quick. Do you remember the question? That you read that was funny? If you remember that, you can present it. Oh, no, dude. I just remembered. It was, it was did someone misuse their artillery did, in this battle? Did Bragg misuse his artillery in the battle of blank? Like, what are we still doing here, people? <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Hundreds of years later. Do you think he could have done something a little different? Probably. Uh, according to this report, the cannons were angled about 49 degrees northwest when, in fact, the enemy was more populated about 45 degrees northwest. If he had made that slight correction, the battle could have been over approximately 20 minutes earlier, resulting in a Confederate victory prolonging the war to have more battles. Internet's a scary place. You could trade a Snapchat for an Instagram. You can talk about... Civil War artillery use. I'm, I'm in on the joke, right. but I'm also very in on finding. I know out you're if, interested. If, That's if the part that I hate. Artillery, I love that shit. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do tonight. Maybe I'll just hang out with my wang out tonight. You're not doing anything. Uh, tonight? No, the Knicks play. I'll be watching the Knicks. 
Knicks play again? Who are they playing? Yeah, back-to-back. Knicks Sixers. Knicksers. Back-to-back. Belly-to-belly. I'm excited for Talking Yanks next season to just litter my soundboard with Sterling things. Nice. I only have the one right now. I'm excited for you. Is there any hockey on tonight? Uh, No. Well, Blue Shirts play tomorrow. I don't know about the other teams. Nope. Nope. There's nothing, dude. Nothing's going on. Nothing, nothing. You ain't saying nothing. Oh, here we go. Syracuse at Ohio State. Your two favorite schools. They're playing. Yeah. I don't like that. Oh, North Carolina versus Michigan basketball. That's going to be a pretty good game. It's fun. Seven seed versus 11 seed. Watch that. Yeah. You know, I Sometimes seed. I don't know what to watch. So I used to way back text our friend Ed and be like, Ed, what are you watching tonight? Because he always watching sports. Yeah. And then I just watch because I want to. If I watch something and then I can't have a conversation with someone about it, that's pointless to me. Right. Which is why I love Twitter. Like, Start texting Ed. Well, maybe I'll just ask Twitter, like, what are we New watching? New segment. Tonight? And I can make, all right, text me what games you're watching tonight. I want to be alerted when there's a good game on. Don't text me. Tweet me. I want the same thing. I want to be alerted when good games, because I don't know what to watch. Sometimes I'm just flipping through the channels. I'm like, should I care about this game? Should I care about this game? And then I can make gifts, too. That's cool. The Sixers have to dump Mark L. Fultz. But good luck finding a trade partner. That's the headline of a Bleacher Report. I also want people to tweet at you. If if anyone's watching sports radio today, it has to be all college football playoff because there's no other national news. There's nothing. Which is crazy. Imagine having a three-hour radio show and it's just college football playoff when I explained everything in two minutes. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. Hey, 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 hey. We got uh, voicemails for Friday. Call in. Right now, it's just anything. If you got a question, you got a story, you got a comment, you got anything, call in, leave a voicemail, 908-845-5792. 908-845-5792. If we think of a specific question to to send out, we I will tweet it. So follow on Twitter, JohnBoy underscore, or talking Jake, no underscore. At talking Jake. Yeah, it's nice and simple. Uh, t-shirt contest is still going for November. You ha- have what two more days to put in a review on talking on John Boy and Jake Radio. That uh, the date is November. We're gonna make a special shirt just for you. You get it. No one else gets it in the whole entire history of the world. Proud owner, proud owner of the November John Boy and Jake shirt. If you leave a five star review, we're gonna choose one at random. I think that's about it, Jakey Bear. All I got. All I got. All right, Vanessa, take us out. Rate, subscribe, review. Rate, subscribe, review. Rate. Subscribe. And I put my